Hello, my name is Rita Balligan and you are listening to the Big Picture Podcast, a podcast where we dive deep into the minds of creative business owners and people who are striving in their careers. With every successful person, there is more than what meets the eye. There is a story, a bigger picture. And every week, I'll be finding out what that is, the how, the why, and when. Are you ready to be inspired? I am. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Big Picture Podcast. Thank you for being here with me once again. I'm always so, 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 so happy at the thought that there are people who are listening to what I have to say. So that's super, super, super exciting. Um, So I've been really, really deep in thought recently. Like, I mean, I've been overthinking. Like, I've been... You know when like you think so deeply that even your dreams are like extended versions of like what you've been thinking about during the day? That's how deep I've been thinking. And it's just kind of made me realize that it's so like unnecessary to allow yourself to dwell in the past because that's what I've been doing. So I don't know if any of you know, I know I look very young and very sweet, but <laughs> I'm going to be 30 soon. And um, it's just been making me think a lot even though I'm really aware that it's just an age and I'm really aware that you don't have to achieve certain things by a certain age and you know great things can happen at any point it can be 30 it could be 40 it could be 50 like there's no limitations but there's still this thing in your head when you know you've had a plan and it hasn't necessarily happened yet so I've just literally found myself (laughs) going really deep into this hole of like deep thoughts of like what have I been doing throughout my 20s like did I go out enough did I um, work hard enough did I party enough did I really enjoy my youth like what have I actually been doing from like 20 to 29 and I don't know I went from a I went I went from feeling like really like oh I haven't done anything like oh this is what I mean, I'm never going to get my 20s back, to suddenly realising that actually your 20s are definitely a time where you actually just build yourself. So everything that you've been doing that you feel is so unnecessary has been extremely necessary to allow you to be the person that you're supposed to be. And now I'm feeling like, okay, now my 20s was like, if I put it in acting terms, was like a tech rehearsal (laughs) and my 30s are going to be like the main show. Do you know what I mean? So I don't know if this is like super random or maybe you're 21 and you're like, well, girl, I can't can't believe I'm doing my thing. But if you are really young still, just know that you shouldn't put any pressure on yourself. Like everything that you're doing, you're adding credit to yourself. You are adding skills. You are adding layers to your personality and none of it is a waste. Um, it's all good and don't be like Rita who spent a whole week overthinking only to just come to this realization that there's nothing to worry about there's nothing to think about like it's all good take life day by day God is good and yeah so instead of a word of a day I just thought I would you know share that with you and I hope that if you're like me it makes you feel better Because, yeah, it's been exhausting, very exhausting. So, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) moving very, very swiftly forward. um, I'm super excited about the guest that I have today. I actually, like, discovered her maybe a couple of years ago. I was just randomly 
it might have been on Twitter, I think. Randomly on Twitter, and I was just seeing like this girl that you know people were like retweeting her and she had like bought a property and she was really young and I was like whoa like that is amazing like how did she do it and like she was just so well spoken and so well put together I was like oh who is this girl and I just started following her journey from there so I'm super excited to have the amazing Jade Vanriel Vanriel <laughs> as you guys know Eng me and English is not you know <laughs> But yeah, I've got Jade Vanriel with me, um, who is an interior designer and a YouTuber. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for having me. Sorry for getting your last... Uh, even I'm though used I've, to it. I know like, we went through it, but it's fine. This happens all I'm the time. I'm so <laughs> bad. With, I don't understand why. I'm so bad with names. I don't get it. Like, Do you know what? I'm like that when I first meet someone. I want to know their name, but it kind of just goes in one ear and out the other then I always feel horrible to ask again I know it's awkward yeah, as well isn't it's it? so awkward. <laughs> especially when a person comes up to you with so much zeal yeah. and they're like oh hey Jane and you're yeah. like hey, hey um, babe how are you, how are you? <laughs> and then it gets too deep in a conversation for you to like yeah ask them what their name yeah. is what I tend to do is say I don't have your number yeah. so could you and put then, your number and, in my, put, and you and give the you phone give them, to them yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's awkward when the name's Kim and you could have done that yourself <laughs> so yeah yeah that's the story of my life but thank you so much for coming down today um we, i've been trying to get you on oh my for, god for a few months right? <laughs> yeah for yeah. ages but yeah. like scheduling and all of that stuff oh my gosh but we're here now months have been a bit mad yeah, yeah. well we're gonna get into it yeah we're gonna get into it <laughs> <laughs> so as you know like with every episode i just like to start from the beginning yeah so i guess i'm just gonna get into it and just ask who is jade oh I feel like that's such a huge question. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so on the surface, Jade is... I'm 26 now. Mm -hmm. So I bought my property when I was 22, 23. Mm -hmm. And um, that was my first home. And as you said, you saw it on Twitter. It kind mm -hmm. of was a bit everywhere. Um, so I'm a property, interiors and lifestyle YouTuber, essentially, mm -hmm. and speaker. Mm -hmm. And then I also have a few businesses outside of that as well mm -hmm. in property and interior stuff mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Amazing. And now from let's start from so you've just told me like what you do. Yeah, that's what I do. But who um, is Jade? Jade oh. uh, well, I'm a Caribbean girl. Mm -hmm. I'm from London, but I'm from Jamaica. And um, most people do not believe that. They're like, No, you're Nigerian, you're Ghanaian, you're this, yeah, you're that. I, you I know everyone <laughs> thinks that. Um I was brought up around Nigerians, so I'm quite in touch with mm -hmm. that side. So mm -hmm. I think that's probably why. But yeah, I am a Caribbean girl. I'm a law graduate. Mm -hmm. um, just a normal person that likes <laughs> that is obsessed with property and stuff. Yeah. So did you yeah. always know that you were into properties? No, I wouldn't say I was always into it, but it was always around me. Mm -hmm. So it was just a thing that I knew I would definitely get into eventually. Mm -hmm. Just didn't know how quick it would be. Yeah. Yeah. So you said that you were um, you studied law. Yes, I did. And, but now you do interior. nothing to do with law. <laughs> so I studied law. Um, mm -hmm. And during uni, I knew I didn't want to be a lawyer. Uh, like within two years okay so I just thought I'll finish the degree it's great to have it behind me but I'm mm -hmm. gonna go and figure out what I'm going to do and at the same time that was when I decided that the money I had been saving for quite a few years could go towards my own home wow. so instead of going to um, graduate school 
and spending more money on that, I decided mm. I would just go straight into working and save um, to buy a home because I just didn't want to go back home to yeah, my mum. Yeah. Um, so I left law as soon as I finished uni. I went into my first job after uni, which was, I thought at the time it was a legal job, but it was actually a product job. Mm. Um, and that's how I went into like product management and stuff. Oh, wow. Yeah. So how, cause how long were you saving? Overall, about seven years. Seven yeah, years. Yeah, so from, it was about seven years, yeah. So from uh, college, I always had part-time jobs. Throughout uni, I always had part-time jobs. And that was what I was doing, was saving. And then the two years after uni is where things really amped up. Yeah. But whilst I was saving at uni and college, I didn't know what it was for. I was just saving because that was what I was told to do by my parents Um, and it wasn't perfect I had times where I'd clear my savings and then be like oh my god I have to start again Um, so I always say I would have got there much quicker if I had just listened from the beginning Um, so yeah that wasn't really a full goal until the end of uni wow so you find yourself so you finish uni and you realize I don't want to be a lawyer yes so how did that conversation go with, with my parents. With your parents, yeah. So during um, the reason, I feel like I, in second year, my nan passed away, who mm. was like the closest person to me. Mm. And from there, it was just like, I didn't want to finish uni. Mm. Um, so my mom knew that. My dad's always been someone. He's not really, it's crazy, but he doesn't push much on education. He's a very sort of work hard grafter person and Mm. and he prefers like life skills Mm. he's more in tune with that um rather than obviously he was happy that I went to uni but he was never really the one pushing me it was my mum um so he was just like just finish it you know you're already finished and my mum was just like you know what I know it's a hard time for you and I had gone through a few things with friendships and stuff at Mm. uni as well um but what really solidified it is when I finished and then it was like looking for jobs and I was doing like temp jobs and Mm. front of house jobs and I was meeting people 10 years older than me Mm. who were not getting legal opportunities. And I was like, I don't have the patience for this. I don't have the passion for this, to be doing this for 10 years and still not getting a training contract or something. I don't have the time. Mm. I was just, I feel like with law, you have to be super passionate. Otherwise you'll, just be left behind yeah and I realized that early on thank god that I wasn't passionate enough mm. for it mm. um so that was definitely like yeah this is not for me because I just don't have the patience like yeah. other people yeah yeah and did you know like straight away what was for you because it could no be quite idea. confusing right no, no I had no idea because leading up to that all I ever knew was Law. law yeah all I ever thought I was going to be doing was law mm-hmm. I never thought of any other career paths when I was young I was like, oh, I want to be a singer yeah <laughs> be a model no you're too short so yeah it was just law um and I think also because that was something my mum would have done before she had me mm-hmm. um she had me young so she was about to start her legal journey but then it never happened oh. so I think deep down I always wanted to pursue that for her as well mm. um so I never thought about doing anything else yeah so when I decided that I wasn't doing it I was literally like okay so what am I gonna do just get a job and just just buy a house and then figure out Big what you're gonna rest. do yeah, yeah 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 so my parents my mom was a bit scared but I think she was just happy I finished the degree and she yeah. knew I had a backup yeah yeah because like right now everyone is talking about properties everyone yes. is like I want to yeah. get a house I want to get a house but back then no it wasn't it wasn't that much thing. of a conversation <laughs> no. do you know what I mean like people yeah. weren't really 
thinking about that really especially at 20 22 23 no. and you weren't you were thinking about it before that because yeah, you were able years to before, buy it. yeah so yeah. where did that even come from that i because i know you said you didn't want to go back yeah home, that's but people what, would just be like oh yeah i'll just rent that's what it was it was like okay finished uni i had become so independent um because i went to uni in birmingham mm-hmm. and i knew i couldn't go back home because i felt too grown up my mum and i are so close and mm. we just clap after a couple of days it's like right i need space from you now mum. i love you but yeah, yeah yeah so i knew that wasn't gonna work out for me and then um my dad so when I finished I would I did go to my dad's house um but literally two days before getting to my dad's I am my baby sister was born so imagine going to my dad's house where I've never lived before because I've grown up with my mom and then I've got a crying baby next door it's Mm. like this is not gonna work yeah um and then the reason why like so why not renting is because that was just never an option in my mind Mm. to me I've only ever I've seen obviously family members etc rent but I've grew up with my mom struggling to pay for a mortgage. Mm. Even though she was struggling, it was still something that I felt mm. was my was the route that I would take. Yeah. Um. And obviously, after saving for so many years, I'm like, I don't want to give it to somebody else. That yeah. was my view. So I said I lived with my dad for a couple of months, and yeah. then I ended up moving to my aunt's house. Yeah. Um. Who had a spare room, and so it was like, okay, this is kind of rent in, but kind of with a family member until I figure out what I'm doing and save enough money. Yeah. Wow. So what... I'm just thinking because I find it so difficult to save. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So do I. It's just so, 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 so difficult. So I'm just trying to understand, like, what was... What kind of discipline did you put in place to make sure that you actually... Because that's a big, like... You saved, like, quite a lot of money. Yes, yeah. It was, like, 30, right? Yeah, Yeah, overall, yeah. That's a lot of money to yes, put aside. I mean, some people struggle to put £30 aside. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So what kind of discipline did you have in place to actually put aside this it. money? Yeah. yeah, I think what helped, I wish it didn't happen, but I think what did help is that I kept taking money out of my savings for a few years at the beginning mm-hmm. and then feeling the effects afterwards. So eventually, once I got that out of my system of having to spend everything I made, mm-hmm. it was like, yeah, I don't, I'm sick of like every month looking at my savings like I could have had this in there and I don't. Mm. So I think that was the first thing. And then I just did loads of things like standing orders. So before I could even spend certain amounts of money, it was already moved Mm. and it wasn't manual because at the beginning I was doing everything manually. But if I'm moving money, I can always move it right back whenever I wanted to. So things like that or having an account that doesn't have a card and Mm. just really restricting myself in those ways. That was whilst at uni. And then um, after uni, when I was working, I had a good, really good salary for one of my kind of first jobs out Mm. of uni after temping. And I was in a position where I was at my aunt's, but I wasn't happy. Mm. So why would I spend all my money to stay where I am? That was what drove me. It's yeah. like, if I want it, I can say I want to move. But if I spend everything I make, when is that going to happen? Mm. And I'm not happy where I am. I yeah. need to go. So yeah. that was the driving force for me. Um, even though for a long, for a while, I didn't believe I was anywhere near um, the amount I needed yeah. until one very special day 
when the mortgage broker was like, yeah, you have more than enough, like get started. But I did, I believed I needed way more than I had. Wow. Yeah. So then that conversation is made what you realise yeah. that, hold on a second. I'm ready. I'm Let's ready. go. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. I've got 30k in a bank. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. Wow. So you were working. So how did you, because I know you started, so you started YouTube, yes. right? Yes. Yeah. But in the beginning, it wasn't about In the beginning, properties. it was it was what I was seeing on YouTube. Yeah. So I was obsessed with it throughout uni. I had a blog Mm -hmm. that was actually doing really really well and I still know people who used to read it now Mm -hmm. um but that was whilst at uni and I just got over writing I just found it boring Mm. and I just wanted to talk and that was at the same time that I was always watching YouTube videos Mm. non-stop Patricia um Shirley like all of these OGs I I was constantly watching them like and like watching their their lives transform Mm -hmm. and I just felt like I like them talking I'm a talker yeah I'm gonna start so it was also after a really bad breakup I was like I'm starting my own YouTube channel Breakups gonna do, do to you. Yeah, I'm gonna do what <laughs> I haven't been doing forever mm-hmm. and so um so I started it and I was literally just emulating what I was seeing yeah um what was in my bag and get to know me and mm. stuff like that but it was like maybe once a month once every few months it was nothing serious yeah at all so when was the moment that you decided, okay, I'm doing the makeup stuff and what's in my bag stuff mm-hmm. and now I'm going to talk Switch about properties? Yeah. So my property journey, nobody really knew, even mm-hmm. friends, because the friends that did know just didn't get it. Mm-hmm. And I lost so I lost a few friends on the journey because they didn't understand why I wasn't going out and I was doing this and oh, I wasn't bothered wow. about things. And, and it's after uni when everyone's like free and I'm like, no, I'm not free. I'm staying at home. Oh, wow. um, so is that so, what you did? You had to yeah, literally yeah. So say, I, I Yeah, it was so I much sacrificing. Come to STK. Yeah, <laughs> I can't do that right now. I'm not in that place. But you guys go ahead. Mm. Um, so I... Because of that, it was like, okay, I'm doing this to buy my home. The journey to buy the home was mad in terms of the amount of properties that um, didn't work out and stuff Mm, like that. And it mm. was like maybe over a year span, kind of. Mm. Um, So I, what kept me going was when this happens, I'm going to sit in my flat and I'm going to film a video about what happened. Mm. Nobody knows right now, but I'm going to let them all know. So... I didn't really do much videos after that. It was just kind of like once I got the keys, I think it was like a week after um, my camera broke and then I had to borrow my mom's. It was just so mad. Mm -hmm. And I sat in the flat and I filmed the video. So that was the beginning of the transition of my channel. Yeah, completely. And how did you feel about... Because obviously, like, you were really young. Yeah. And I know for me, when I was around 22, 23, I was really quite wary about okay, um, I don't want to come across like I've got it all together mm. and look at me, I've got this, I've yeah. got that but then my friends haven't got that or they're not close mm-hmm. to getting that. Mm-hmm. Like how did you feel like when you're putting it out there like hey, I'm 23 and I've got my own yeah. house kind of thing which is an amazing achievement but you know you kind of always have that little voice at the back of your head like yeah. are people going to think me so, yeah. or see me in a certain way? I don't know, I just at the time I didn't think about anyone else because mm. I went through it to get there so yeah. it was like I don't think people know what it takes so mm. I need to be the person to share because I'd never seen a video on YouTube about this mm. before yes um especially not from someone I could relate to so yeah. my purpose was literally get this story out because I don't think people like me or my age know about this stuff mm. Mm. and actually 
when you see house tours and things on YouTube, everything looks so easy. But I told a story of, no, this is what really happened. And it wasn't easy. easy. So I didn't worry about what people would think. I just kind of wanted some people to take something from it and realise the ins and outs of it and exactly. how they can apply it to themselves yeah. and did you feel like as soon as you did it oh what kind God. of did you get like a lot of yes good? it was it was crazy um yeah I didn't expect it I knew that people would be like oh my god really like what Into happened it, yeah. but then it was like requesting more videos on saving and stuff and that's where the channel really like mm. took off and obviously twitter is where things like I don't know if it was viral I don't know what counts for viral but the story and everything went everywhere because um, Capital Moments uh, tweeted about it, who I actually knew from uni as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so many other outlets did. And then I was talking at events. And yeah, it was wow. all a bit and mad. That, just from that one Just from that, that video, moment, yeah. That's what I find so amazing about life. Like, the fact that if you didn't do that video, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't have opened up all the other doors I don't know. that came afterwards. And the sense of, like, at that time as well, Yes, I knew that I was buying a home and that was like where my life was leading. But in terms of my career and what I was doing, like I said before, I didn't have a real plan. Mm. So for that, it's like I I truly believe that was God like saying to me, now you have a purpose. Mm. And ever since then, that has been what I do, whether it's just YouTube or in general, like that's what I'm known for. And that's what I'm so passionate about. That um, is yeah. So I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing now if it wasn't for that moment. That one video. Yeah. That is amazing. <laughs> so then with the channel, you then decided to start doing house tours. Yes. Which more this year. Yeah. January. Which which is one of the most unique like yeah. concepts I've really I've seen. Mm-hmm. Only because like obviously we all go on Bright Move and we're looking at properties in our spare time, uh-huh. properties that we can't afford yet, but we're just <laughs> yeah. looking at it anyway. Yeah, every day. And to see have someone again that we can relate to who's now like taken us on tour and showing us the kind of properties that maybe we could afford Mm -hmm. what kind of properties are in certain areas and that kind of so where did that come about from so um for two years the channel was very focused on me it was focused on my home and um transforming my home and some of the projects i'd done for other people which was great um but i knew that there was another step to it for me Mm -hmm. it wasn't it doesn't need to always be about what I'm doing I feel like I'd shared a lot about me um until I buy another property soon hopefully then I'll have another story to share but I feel like people are aware of what I do what I talk about my tips um and questions I always get is well what areas can I look for I don't Mm. know what to look for in a property and all of this stuff and that is like a daily occurrence for Mm. me in dms and emails so one I mean I'm obsessed with looking at properties I look at on right move all the time I haven't recently because I'm just trying to tunnel vision and calm down but yeah. <laughs> everyone around you would everyone around me will tell you I'm obsessed so I just thought well I like walking around properties I go on viewings now to look at stuff I want to potentially buy mm-hmm. so why not show people what is out there because that's what I'm always getting asked mm. so at the beginning it was just like a trial run I just called up a place and they were like I was like can I bring a camera and they were okay with it and that video did amazing. Mm. So then it was like, when's the next one? Can you check this area out? And um, I tried to mix it up. I don't want it to all be just properties we can afford now because I'm, if I base it on what I like to watch, I like to aspire to things. Exactly. Yeah. Not everyone likes that. Like I posted a video yesterday, which is really expensive, like million pound homes. But I like to see that because that's mm. something I aspire to. So I just like to vary the price range mm-hmm. for different people and mm-hmm. stuff. Wow. Yeah, I I love to look at 
the million pound honestly i, feel I like love they look it better as well yeah, like, I love it. like just you've got so to have something to aspire to massive windows yeah. and i'm just like that's what i want when exactly I, yeah yeah so that's <laughs> that's amazing so whilst you were doing all of this you were still working yes so how are you balancing i don't know that and i don't working know like i i really now when i look back i'm like wow you did well because during the at the time i loved it so it was fun Mm -hmm. but i definitely had moments where i crashed like Mm -hmm. i had weeks where i was like out because i'm tired or mentally i can't think i had moments with youtube where i had like blockages like i feel stagnant i don't know what to do like creative like my creative juices were gone Mm -hmm. um for moments um but stuff i was doing so in in terms of having to film stuff I was like using my holiday at work to a point where I had no more holiday. Wow. Um, and that was by like June. I had no holiday left. Mm-hmm. So I remember saying to my boyfriend, um, these opportunities that are coming in, I'm so grateful, but I don't even know how I'm going to film this stuff because mm-hmm. I don't have any more days off. And he was like to me, don't worry, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. Like yeah. it will be fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, balance. I don't know what that is. It was like, I think it did get to a point where my, well, at work anyway, I knew that wasn't my career. That was mm. just a job to keep me going. Yeah. Um, and I always wanted to be self-employed, always. My father's always been self-employed and I love his flexible lifestyle. Mm. So I always knew that that was a name, but I didn't think I was anywhere near it or prepared at all. Yeah. Um, being someone who owns a home, who has a mortgage, like I'm not going to just leave my job. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of like playing a, a balancing act, yeah. trying to. Some weeks it was, my focus was so YouTube that work would lack and other weeks mm. work was like great and YouTube was no videos for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then I got made redundant. So then what was yeah. that like? Because you weren't <laughs> expecting that, were you? No, uh, that was the day before my birthday. Yeah. In July, just gone mm-hmm. a few months ago. And that was crazy because... The night before that, it was my birthday week. And I'm like you, when you were saying about birthdays, mm-hmm. I get very sentimental. I yeah. think I'm like, right, what is going to be different in this new year mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. And that was me the whole week. And I was praying every night, like, I don't want 26 to be the same as the last year because it's been a struggle balancing mm-hmm. this, really being passionate about YouTube stuff, but then feeling like I'm not getting anywhere and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then literally on to the that was it was the wednesday that i was made redundant mm-hmm. the tuesday night i was up just i couldn't sleep wow. i don't know why i was just so uneasy mm-hmm. i think i was overthinking also had birthday plans and i'm like that i'm like overthinking things is going to be perfect yeah and i just remember praying and i was like you know what god 26 needs to be different i need you to show me something different because mm-hmm. i've been praying about this and saying this and saying that but I'm just stagnant right now Mm. the next day I go into a meeting and it's like yeah time to go yeah so it was like a shock but it wasn't yeah it was a shock because it's like whoa what am I gonna do now but then it was also like "Mm, this was meant to happen yeah and this is the right time yeah 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 because sometimes it does take something to happen to kind of just push you 100%. in the right direction. Because yeah. if you don't get that push, you're just never going to leave. I would not have. And no. you, all the opportunities. Because I love security. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So then all of those, op- now the opportunities are going to come through. Yeah. And be like, oh, Well, wow. the same day on my way home, I got an email for an opportunity. And it was like, it's the biggest one I've had so far. Wow. So that was like, yeah, I'm going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be fine. Like, like, on the what? same day? Wow. Yeah. 
that is actually so amazing see i just i'm so fascinated with life how it just all oh my god it's like comes together pieces. Yeah. yeah and it just all comes together and it's like if you don't it's almost if like you don't, you don't go take, this way yeah. then that's not gonna happen and that yeah see but that's how i get to overthinking because i'm mm. like oh what if i if i went the other way but see, the key is to just let it happen because mm. yeah. if we overthink certain things then we can block other things yeah i, I truly believe that we can we can definitely block our own blessings mm. by doing the wrong thing or by not doing anything at all see that what you just yeah. said is a deep thing there like not doing anything at yeah. all mm-hmm. um sometimes i find that we get so stuck in ourselves and we just yeah. don't move yes and we don't do anything oh my god yeah and you're just thinking about it but you're not taking any action to yeah. do anything mm-hmm. and then you're like why are certain things not, not happening, happening. And then it's because you haven't done anything. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like, I went through that phase and I had to literally, I'm like, I have therapy with myself a lot. Yes. So good. I literally sit myself down and I'm like, okay, so you're going on about how, let's just say acting. Yeah. And you're like, oh, why haven't I got a job yet? Like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Like, you haven't booked anything for ages. Are you even still an actor? I'll be saying to my mom, like, oh, <laughs> am I even still an actor? Like, <laughs> when was the last time I worked? Kind of thing. Yeah. And then one day I sat down, I sat myself down and I was like, when was the last time I even did anything acting related? Because mm. obviously I've been acting since I was like 11. Wow. Going to classes and all of that stuff. And obviously when you put in that much work, work. you're like, okay, yeah, by now this something should have happened. Should have happened. And stuff like that. Yeah. And, but then I asked myself, I was like, when was the last time I did anything acting related? Yeah. Like, I can go on about what I did when I was 21 and when I was 22, but that's not my age anymore. Yeah. So if you're really still into something, there should be something that you're still doing. Yeah. That is reminding God, in a sense, that like, you are still. I'm still. I still this. want this. I'm yeah. still into this. But how am I just chilling at home, thinking that watching Netflix is a form of an acting class, like, <laughs> and I'm expecting something to happen? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So for me, I took that step. All right, cool. Let me go back to acting class. Let me yeah. see if I still like it mm-hmm. because as we grow older oh my god we change. things change so like with you you said you went into law thinking that's what you wanted this to do this is my goal this is my passion and then you realize oh actually i'm not yeah. into this yeah. you know but then some people they think that if they do one thing they have to just stick with it yeah and that's what they have to do and if they don't stick with it then they're, then a, failure. they're a failure yeah and that is not the case, the case at no. all you just have to just um, pivot life is a journey and it's yeah. not straight we at get all. taught that this is straight route but it really isn't it's not straight and it shouldn't be that's boring exactly it's so boring yeah so have you had any moments yourself where you've just felt like a failure like yes or what am i doing like i failed at this yeah what kind of moment was that Definitely when I decided not to do my law degree because mm-hmm. leading up to that that was again all I ever mm-hmm. wanted to do but then I got over that eventually because then it was like, well, I've got another purpose, which is to buy my home. Mm-hmm. And then that happened and that was amazing. I think whenever I, else have I ever felt like I failed? I think in this industry as well, it's so easy to see what other people are doing mm-hmm. and feeling like I should be here by now. I should mm-hmm. have more followers. Yeah. I should have more subscribers. I should be doing more have more opportunities and things Mm -hmm. like that so yeah like I a few months not a few months ago earlier in the year um before well no the end of last year before I started my move with Jade series which Mm -hmm. is the house tours yeah that's that was what led me to that because it was like okay I need to switch something up because Mm. I can't keep looking at myself feeling like I'm failing I have a great platform I've done well and I just had to speak that back into myself Mm. and then think about 
bringing the fun back into it mm. for mm. me yeah. um, and doing something different. Yeah. yeah. I really like what you said about you had to speak it back into yourself mm. because sometimes we're really mean to ourselves yeah. and we talk and we oh, I haven't done this or you haven't achieved I haven't achieved this and you're just so mean and I yeah. feel like it's so important to be kind to yourself mm-hmm. and speak life back into yourself and yeah. say do you know what I need to have fun with this more I'm really good at this I'm actually really talented at this yeah. so now I'm just gonna switch it up which is what I've kind of heard of your journey like once you get to like a certain a point, area yeah. you're like okay cool what do I need to do no, to yeah. make this more exciting yeah. and make this more interesting for myself because if you're passionate about something then we're going to be into it as well and that's what's happened people see through things you know people can tell if you are enjoying something or not and it reflected so like I can pinpoint to periods where my videos haven't done as well and that was because I wasn't really into it as much but the moment I started getting excited about Move With Jade then everyone else is excited with me you know and then more opportunities come and it's all a domino effect on mm. and it starts with myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. So you know when you wanted to start um the new series moving with moves with moves with Jade. Yes. Um well the Jade series. Um how did you go about even like contacting people because some, that's where people get really scared. Yeah, I know. Like, I don't know why. How do I? How do I make this happen? I like, love that part. Really? Think, yeah. So what I'm kind of what scared, did you do like, to like yeah, what's your process to so, get that done? So, before that even, from the beginning of my YouTube journey from mm-hmm. Buy My Home, I was always someone that would f- throw out emails. Mm-hmm. I've never been scared of that rejection or people ignoring it because I'm confident in what I do mm-hmm. and my value. Yeah. So, I've always sent out emails. So, when I thought of the idea, it was like, okay, how do I start this? Well, I need access to a home. Yeah. So, I found somewhere that was like a new development and I was like, let's just call them. I think it was on a day off of work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I just want to, I should be filming right now. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm off. I'm just at home. I yeah. think I had a dentist appointment or something mm-hmm. and the rest of the day. And I was like, I need to be doing something. Um, if I say I want to be a full-time YouTuber or whatever, mm-hmm. I can't just have days where I do nothing. Yeah. So I called them up and I just asked, like, I told them what I do and how I'm starting this thing. And am I allowed to bring a camera? Because a lot of places, obviously, if you bring a camera, it's like, what are you doing? So I just wanted permission of that. I didn't really know what I was going to do, but once I got there, they were lovely. And I guess they realised it was free promo for them. That's what I was going to say. It's free promo. It's free promo for them. I wasn't asking for anything, obviously. This was a test run. Yeah. So I just went and I loved it. Fell in love with it. I called everyone, like my boyfriend, and I was so excited. And they were like, oh, okay, yeah, you walked through a house. Wow. But I was just like, I think I've got great content. Mm. So, so I then just told my old, my Instagram followers, I was like, I've filmed this video. Would you guys like to see it? Obviously, I was going to put it out. Regardless, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they loved it. And then it was like, okay. And then from there, I think I called maybe two more. Mm-hmm. But then after that, I've been approached um, mm-hmm. since then based on those videos doing well. Yeah, because yeah. I'm thinking for them, that is mm-hmm. really good. Like, yeah. That is promo. Yeah. And what a state agent is doing that no they're not so it was new i've had so many the annoying thing is like i am an advocate of old homes i've bought an old home myself that's all that's what i've grown up to have i love the value of them and i also can appreciate why people would like a new home yeah um unfortunately on my chat on my 
series, a lot of the homes have been newer. Mm. And that's not my intention. Yeah. It's because, unfortunately, a lot of traditional estate agents just don't understand social media. Mm. Whereas new build property developers do because yeah. they have Instagram channels and stuff. Mm-hmm. So there have been times where I've just been ignored by estate agents. I'm like, do you not, not see the value the in power. this? Like, look what yeah. I've been able to do. Yeah. Look at the amount of people that have come to a viewing because they've watched this video. Mm. And um, I know that a few people have even bought some of the properties what? through my videos. Yeah, like I get comments like, thank you. I was going to go and view this property. Now I'm going to come see it because I want to buy one. And they're all on the videos. Wow. The proof is there. Um, so yeah, there were definitely a few times where it was just like, no, sorry, we're not interested. But then since that, since them doing well, like I said, I've been approached by a yeah. few and it's not free promo anymore. That's what I was going to say. Because there's so much value. Yeah. yeah. So how did you transition from this is quite promo. early on? Yeah. And you yeah. were like, all right, cool. Yeah. When a video is getting like 50, 60K views and things like that. Yeah. It's like, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, more recently there was one that I had approached on Instagram mm-hmm. um, and I was like oh I would love to do this and they were like no sorry we're not interested this was maybe February mm-hmm. and now they've emailed Wow! and they're asking for a fee yeah. so things can change and it's all based on your work speaking for itself mm, I love that yeah. that is so inspiring because I'm sure like people are thinking to themselves now like what step do I need to yeah. take I hope so. To open, because you know we always talk about open doors, but yeah. it's like you really do have to take just, that step. They don't just stay open. They don't just open. Yeah. Like it's not some automatic mm-hmm. door that because you just, it sees you. It's like hey, hey come, come through. <laughs> this is all for you. Look, got a little present in this corner here. Just open it yeah. up, and your blessings right there. Like sometimes you actually need to do the work. I love the fact yeah. that you said you did the two videos, and then you started getting approached. Yeah, and that's just how you just created your own job your yeah, own lane exactly wow yeah wow from just a little idea of walking around at home and now it's actually being asked to do for you know prs developers are actually asking me to come and do this and yeah. do this and it's like wow that is that's crazy yeah yeah that is amazing so if anyone was to ask you what okay so two things Okay, the first one is, if someone was to ask you what are your best tips for saving, what yeah. would it be? Let's just say three. Three, okay. Practical ways to actually, to actually save, save. To actually get to, to the save. goal. Yeah, yeah, to get to that kind of goal. Number one, standing orders. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously. I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. But it makes so much sense. Yeah. Take the manual side out of saving and it, you'll do so much better because you're not physically moving it. And it comes with so much emotion. It's like, oh, I don't want to put that money away. Mm. If it's just not there and you don't see it, it's so much easier. Mm. And the second thing I always get asked is, how much should I save? I don't have an amount that you should save. For me personally, when I was saving, it was all or nothing. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't comfortable to be able to choose how much. After my, you know, phone bill, etc., my travel and my food for work, that was everything going into my savings because what do I need the rest for? Mm. If I'm so serious about buying a home because I need to get out of my aunt's house, mm-hmm. then I have to do what I have to do. Yeah. So that was that. And then the third one would be cutting down on things and I think people just think oh that's not really going to save a much but it really does because um I wasn't buying anything when I was going to work I was bringing food in every single day Friday was my cheat days Mm -hmm. um and 
that's what I was doing because you spend so much. If you work in London mm. and all you've got is Pret and Starbucks and blah, 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 I was spending over £10 a day. Mm. How much does that equate to for a week? Yeah. And then a month? Yeah. It's yeah. actually disgusting. So you want to get really serious and write down all your outgoings. You should actually, like, on a day-to-day basis, write them down. Just monitor a week and you'll really feel horrible about how much you've spent um, and know that that's the amount that you should be putting away. Mm. Um, I would say to start off, those are the things that you should definitely do mm. straight away. It's true, you know. If I yeah. was to actually write down like how much I spend <laughs> yeah. on takeaway... Yeah, oh my I, gosh. I I will feel ashamed. See, I love cooking, so... See, I, I love don't it. love... It's like I have to be in the mood. Okay. But ever since I've moved out, I've like been cooking like yeah. a lot more. Yeah. But before that... No, you know, and what's annoying actually is that now that I've moved out and I'm paying rent, mm. I've realized how much I actually could have saved. Yeah, if that makes sense because now I have to pay rent, so exactly. that money is there to pay the rent, which yeah. means that I could have been putting aside all that money. All that money. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So when you think of it like that, because at the time though, it feels like, oh, that's too much to put away. Oh, I really need it. Yeah, but then for this what? is the thing. No, this is the thing. Like, what do you actually need <laughs> what it do you for? Need it for? For real. Like, yeah. and I know I, I've got, like, not backlash, but some people have said in the past, like, oh, well, do, don't you feel like if you're young, you should be enjoying yourself? Like, That's yeah. always the thing, yeah. But for a period of time, doing what you have to do, mm. you're going to benefit. Yeah. For example, like now, I've lived in my home for three years. Mm-hmm. Over three years, I've owned my property. And I've been enjoying myself. I just came back from holiday mm-hmm. a few days ago. Your life goes on. Yeah. Just because you've jo- chosen like, okay, two, three years or however long you decide, I'm going to keep my head down and just lay low and save. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean your life is over. Mm. I just feel like a lot of people, young people just feel like sacrificing is something that people should do when they're older. But yeah. okay, how are you going to benefit? Mm. You want to start doing this when you're 30. When mm. to me, I would like to have my foundations laid already. Yeah. In my 30s. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Or 40s. The earlier, to me, the better. Yeah. And you're still going to be young. Like, I was still... When I bought my home, I was 23. I was still so young. So I still was able to have a youth full time. So it doesn't... It just depends on what you want and how bad you want it, really. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, what your mindset is. Because it seems that your mindset has just always been focused and just ready to go. Yeah, like, I've had moments, obviously. Definitely. Yeah, because when you do have those moments, how do you pick yourself up when you don't feel like doing it? Or you do... Because you mentioned earlier that you've had issues with, like, your friends earlier on for them not understanding. Like, Mm -hmm. how did you deal? Because that can be quite... Lonely yeah, and of course. I think what I think what was kind of good is that I was used to being by myself because I was like raised an only child. Okay. So I was very used to having my own space and doing my own thing. Yeah. I've never really been someone that has needed to be around people all the time mm. or and stuff like that. So I think that's what helped me to yeah. be able to just deal with it a bit better. Yeah. Um. But of course, it was hard. Like if your friends always going out and then and then. Because you're saying no all the time, they eventually just stop asking you. But I think for me, it was like, well, I just want to get my house. Like, is that really that bad? If if you can't be a friend now, then are you really supposed to be my friend? Because Mm. if I'm focused on achieving something, you should be encouraging me, not making me feel bad for wanting to get somewhere. And yeah, like now, some of those people have reached out to be like, oh 
can you give me advice yeah. and stuff like that on buying their home and I'm not going to hold it against them they didn't get it yeah, yeah. at the time yeah. um, I wish they did because we could have done it together yeah. and it would have been so much more fun because yeah. it was difficult being the only person yeah. and not having anyone around you to like do it with yeah, or speak yeah. to about it because people didn't get it yeah. yeah and what kind of tips do you have for if someone so if someone's listening now mm-hmm. and they actually do want to get a property like what kind of tips would you give them so we know you yeah. have to save so your money so savings kind of obviously the first thing yeah. um and i would also say even if you don't think you're right at your goal yet speak to a mortgage broker i always advise a mortgage broker over your local bank because mm. They're only going to show you what they have, which isn't always the best. My mortgage broker and many out there are often free mm-hmm. um, because they get paid by whoever you go with for your mortgage anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can really advise you and show you whether you are ready or if you just need to save another grand or so. Mm-hmm. And they have a really wide spectrum of um, borrowers. Um, so that would be the first thing I would do um, once you've got to a good place at saving or if you want to know if you need more. Mm-hmm. Um Next thing is look at areas and don't be so rigid because I was so rigid in terms of looking at certain areas in Essex and saying that is exactly where I want to live Mm -hmm. when actually I was limiting myself for months. If I had just spread out my areas, I think I would have found a home earlier Mm -hmm. um, with like much more for my money as well. So definitely go into it with an open mind, um, especially if you're somebody who doesn't have the biggest budget for a home, which is most of us. Yeah. Um, don't limit yourselves because there are always diamonds in the rough and mm. like for me that was my journey I was like oh my god I can't believe this home is here yeah you know for me um, more than what I expected and then obviously um, your credit score is so important mm-hmm. um, but when you go for a mortgage broker they're able to sort of move things around so you don't have to have the most perfect credit score but maybe if you have a slightly more de- higher deposit or slightly higher salary things kind of balance out so everyone's situation is so different Mm -hmm. but you definitely want to like try at least six months of having a good credit history so Mm -hmm. paying things on time or early and blah 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 that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. um and what else would I say is really important for starting out yeah I think those are the main things yeah. yeah That yeah. sounds good, actually. Like it's because people don't know where to go sometimes yeah. as well. Like, who do I even talk to? Yeah, about this. And I think maybe even just so you, because for me, I need to have an aim. Yeah. So if I know, okay, Rita, you need to save twenty thousand or thirty thousand mm-hmm. or forty thousand to get this particular place. Yeah. Or just a place in the in, in that, this place in area, that, in that yeah. area kind of thing. So at least I can. You know, know what to work towards. I know what to work towards. But then sometimes it's just something we have in our heads. Yeah. That, oh, I want to get a house. But then what house? Yeah. How much is it? You have to be realistic as well. That should be another thing. You have to be realistic, like, with what you can actually afford. Because you may be able to, for example, in terms of what I was able to borrow, I could have borrowed much more than I did. Mm -hmm. But I was like, well, if I do borrow more, my mortgage is going to be higher. Mm. Do I want to put that strain on myself? Mm. No, I want to be really comfortable with what I'm paying each month for my Mm. mortgage. So you want to be realistic, even just because the bank is saying, I can lend you 200 grand, Mm. doesn't mean you should go for a property that is going to mean you need that because Mm. it's going to be all on you every month. So be realistic about what you can actually afford. Um, I know that especially with flats as well, especially with newer build homes, 
there are fees on top that are much higher than if it was an older home. So mm. just be clear on exactly what you can afford yeah. and what you're comfortable with. So what kind of fees do people need to look out for? Because that's actually yeah, important. Yeah, there's so many fees. Obviously, when you first, let's say you went on a viewing and you fell in love with a house, which yeah. I did so many times. <laughs> and then the next step is you tell your mortgage broker mm. the address and etc and how much you've offered they will then get in contact with the bank who wants to lend you the money mm-hmm. and the bank will send out a surveyor to go and value the property mm-hmm. and for me um what happened in one instance is that the, they came back and said that property is not worth that it's worth 20 grand less okay. so what should usually happen is you'd negotiate mm-hmm. but the seller didn't want to negotiate she was just like no um because it was a newer home she bought it at a newer home so it was a couple years old yeah she wanted at least what she paid for it but oh, it, it wasn't, wasn't worth, worth that because yeah. she paid too much oh. so um i paid for the survey you pay for the survey yeah a lot of the time i think there's some banks that you don't um but most of the time you do mm-hmm. And it could range from 200 to like 400 pounds. Mm. So that's another fee. Because if there's a property you like, then you're going to pay that fee. So make sure it's the right one okay. and worth it. Because you don't yeah. want to do that so many times. Mm-hmm. Um, I was fortunate enough to get that money back, but not everyone does. Mm. Um, so that's one fee. Then obviously you have your solicitor fees as well. I paid stamp duty. You may not have to, depending on the bracket. And if you're a first-time buyer, mm-hmm. um, you will have... Well, when I first moved in, it was like my first mortgage was really quick and it's usually higher than mm. what it's meant like the rest the of the rest month. Of it, yeah. So you want to have that prepared as well. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, your deposit, because that goes out swiftly as Ooh. soon as you're, you're signed and ready to go. Yeah. My account was empty. It was oh. like, whoa, everything is now gone. My I'm starting chest. again. Yeah. So <laughs> you don't want to be in a position where you're all the way starting again. You want to have at least something. So I always say to oversave mm. at least five plus grand more to cover your fees and then anything you're going to need when you move in and when with the other fees when you're actually living there if you're buying a leasehold um which is like a flat yeah you'll have a um, service charge and ground rent that's what i was gonna say yeah exactly they don't know that yeah Yeah. if it's an older place it would be quite low yeah if it's a new build which is pretty outside yeah that is that can range and it can go up every single year wow so that's something that you need to know you can afford on top of your mortgage and yeah. things. So it's just important to really... Because what people forget as well is that, okay, that the first step is getting the property. Yeah. But you have to maintain it. Yeah. And if you don't, you could still you. lose the well, house. it was all on me. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. it's like important for you to really do those calculations. Yes. Like, okay, well, how much is the And ask charge? those questions. Because yeah. if you don't ask, a lot of estate agents won't tell you. Like... <sighs> Yeah, I have. I think I'm actually going to bring out a checklist of some kind yeah, so yeah. that people know what things to ask for yeah. when you're going on viewings and stuff because exactly. there's so many things that you won't find out if you don't ask, especially like leases, like how many years are on a lease and See? because then that shows you whether the house is worth what you're going to pay. Because yeah. if the lease is under 80 years, you're in trouble because you're going to pay to get that up and there's so many things yeah. that you need to be clear about exactly. before just buying anything so you would say because i won't you know you're going to bring out a checklist i'm going to bring it out so i, have to. <laughs> I won't t- like tell you oh give me everything now but like okay if i am someone i'm about to buy my property yes um so yeah i'm about to buy a property i'm ready to go yeah what would be three things like mm-hmm. that you definitely have to ask and then you yeah. guys would have to wait until she brings out for the rest the rest <laughs> so three things that i need to ask my estate agent yeah. before getting a property 
Ooh, okay. Three things are one, whether the property's in a chain. Mm-hmm. So if there are other people relying on a sell for that sell for that sell, because that would mean that it would take a lot longer. And if we're in a position where you want to buy quickly, mm. that property may not be for you because a lot of things can happen along that chain. Mm-hmm. Um, number two would be I wouldn't ask this because you can find this stuff out on like Right Move. You can see what that property sold for before. Mm. And that was my best friend that tour on Right Move. Um, so I would do that rather than asking. Don't even ask because they might lie to you. Mm-hmm. You can go find out yourself. Um, ask about how long the property has been up on the market for because mm. that can of- often show you whether this is a- there's red flags or whether mm. it's just like you know and find out the history of it why the person wants to sell Mm. because there could be issues with neighbors you just don't know you need Mm. to find that stuff out the history of it and i would say never ever go and just view a property once go there at different times of the day so you can Mm. see different things you can see what the kind of people that are around there and Mm. um is it safe look at parking a lot of newer build homes you have to pay for a parking space outside your house so find that out as well Mm. and then obviously like i was saying before with a flat find out what the service charges on stuff like that mm. yeah those are good points guys and if you want the rest you know <laughs> she's gonna bring out a checklist at some point I am, I am. so you'll be able to pressure's like figure out yeah the pressure's yeah. on it's on because you said it now but no i think we need that yeah because like i said a lot of people don't really have um the privilege to know like maybe their yeah. parents haven't bought a home before yeah. so they don't know what to ask what to look mm-hmm. out for you're just excited that yo I've got this money in my account so it's time go. to buy a house but it's like is yeah. it right for you yeah. is it worth the money as mm-hmm. well because a lot of these new builds aren't actually worth it you have to really really be smart when yeah. you're buying a new build there's so much that you should research so much. even if you're buying a new build house a lot of the houses aren't even freeholds they're leaseholds so you don't even own the land the house is on usually with an old yeah. house like you'd own the land That's so, true. so right. yeah. these are things that a lot of people when they bought the houses they assumed because it's a house yeah that they could do what they liked and, they and actually no you're paying service charge on a house yeah you don't want to be doing that you've just spent how much to buy a house and so you still have to get permission to find, add things to add to things it. exactly so you need to i don't think you should ever feel uncomfortable with asking questions you don't look stupid ask the questions but also do your research before that because a lot of estate agents can look at you and think they can take the mick mm. because if you're asking so much questions you don't know anything mm. so they'll like sway you towards this house like oh have you thought about this this is this and it's like no actually i know that that home is not worth it based on a house this. being sold just last month on that road for mm. way less i'm not going to pay that so yes research is key research is key and i feel like that is like the best way to just round this up because <laughs> you've like the, the amount of gems that you have just given in this episode is incredible like no one has an excuse now between no. your videos and this episode yes. that you should be ready ready especially if you're at home yeah if you're living at home oh my god what I would do if I was living at home the amount I'd be saving it would be mm. yeah yeah Gosh, I wish I did, you know, <laughs> honestly. But we move. It's we move fine. and we keep going. There's still opportunities. Absolutely. It's never too late. It's never too late. So, um, yeah, that is everything. Thank you so much, Jade, for sharing so much. And I look forward to your checklist. Yay. <laughs> and thank you so much, guys, for listening. I'm in the description. I'm going to put down um, like her details. So if you wanted to get in touch with her, her YouTube channel, her Twitter, her Instagram, if you had any questions you'll be able to contact her direct. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for listening and I hope you learnt loads. Bye. Bye.